Hello, hello. How's everybody hello. out there in the Facebook world? Hi. Ooh, we made it. We made it. We made it. Real time. It is happening. It is going down. It is a winning Wednesday. And how are you today? That's what we want to know. How are you today? It is a winning Wednesday. It is Dr. Anana Pfeiffer, Daryl Holm. I am so excited to be here with you on this evening. I have an amazing guest. Of course, this is Real Talk, Real Solutions with Dr. A, where we focus on the four C's. We focus on civility, community, creativity, and climate change. And this show, this show is dynamic, it's different, and more importantly, we are determined <laughs> to bring you real yeah. talk and to talk about real solutions. So without further ado, I want to let you all know that I have an amazing guest speaker today. Now, let me tell you, she is hailing, if you can see in the back of her screen, it's nighttime for her. Uh, she is so gracious to be signing in with us today from Burundi. And listen, it is, I think, past midnight for her, but she is here live with us on Facebook, live with us here this evening. And this is none other Yay. than this amazing sister that I actually met at the uh, the First Ladies Conference last year. And uh, her name is Jane Kamau. And I hope I said it right. If not, she'll say it right for me. Now, before I let Very her right. speak, I got it right, okay. Let me tell you guys about Jane. Let me tell you about Jane. Jane is originally from Kenya. Okay, she uh, volunteered as a missionary. She's currently based in Burundi since 2012. Right, she is the a mother, a wife. She is a mother to three boys and one girl. And this is what I love about her: she is passionate about showing others the love of Christ. Isn't that good? Yeah. She is passionate about showing others the love of Christ. And I have to tell you, from the first time that I met her, that's all that I felt was love from this beautiful, beautiful woman. She is passionate about youth and women. And I'm so glad that God put us together because as the women and youth practitioner, I need to lock arms with people who are passionate about women and youth. And that certainly is her. So here's the thing. Here's the thing about her. She, she, not only is she passionate about women and youth, she um, ha is really focused on business development. She is the managing director of the Wilderange Pleasant Products and Services in Burundi. She has done exploration on flowers in the Floral Holland auction. She builds homes for the vulnerable communities, for those that live in grass houses. I can't wait. I can't wait. Listen, Jane, please welcome, welcome. Talk to the people. Thank you so much for joining me. Give your greetings, sis. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Dr. Alana. And I really appreciate what you're doing for young people and for women all over the world. May the Lord God bless you so much. I would say that um, it was such a pleasure meeting you last year in Burundi and to, to, to have that sense of your heart, you know, just uh, a humble lady who is, who is like, 
loving everybody and ready to listen to women and young people. That's what I sensed in you. And seeing God is bringing us back together again, globally for the glory and honor of his name. I'm really humbled. So I really want to pass my appreciations to you and like courage, keep going. Great days are still ahead of you, okay? So I also want to say hi to everybody who has been very patient with us until we manage to come to this point. I believe our 3G in Burundi will keep up with your 5G. <laughs> yeah, and we communicate effectively for the glory of God. Yes, yes, yes. The 3G and the 5G, that's right. But you know what? We, you're right about that. We thank everybody for staying staying up with us tonight and hanging in there with us. Yeah. Uh, it got to the point where we just had to plead the blood and say, listen, we're going forth, clear these airways. <laughs> I said, enough is enough, right? <laughs> and and that's, yes. that's just, uh, you know, just to dive right in. It was just, you know what? We got to realize who we are and we have the power. You know, like we can't allow yes, these things yes. to frustrate us, to hinder us. We have to move forward and take it by force sometime, right? <laughs> we got to right, take it by force. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus said, from the time of John the Baptist, the, the kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violence shall take it by force. And the life is not that easy. Sometimes women and young people have to go, like, oh, I get a get up and move on. Yes, 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 indeed. That is so, so true. So, so true. So listen, yep. I mean, I, I, I want you to, the one thing about the Real Talk, Real Solutions show is we feature global leaders from all around the globe, which is certainly you. But this month in the US is, uh, this Sunday will be Mother's Day. So for the month of May, we are really featuring mothers, right? Global leaders, women who are doing amazing things in the areas of the four C's but actually are a mother and that is you can you talk a little bit about balancing that i mean all the incredible work that you do but you still are a mother and a wife can you speak to a little bit about that now being a mom and balancing that all out and the rewards and of course the challenges of that can you speak to that yeah good you know it all comes from the passion as a mom, you need to be so passionate about your husband and about your children. And again, you can't keep your eyes closed. You go like, uh, I'm a mom. I have other kids to take care of. I cannot, be, uh, I cannot be polite to people. I cannot become creative. I cannot be of any help to their community. You know, the first thing is to just be passionate of who you are, being a mom. And looking at the generation around you, it needs you. It needs the, that power of God in you. It needs that, um, that special gift that God has put in you. So what you do to balance is like, get to plan yourself. How, how long should I give my family? How long should I give to the, to the community? Because if you delay and wait until your kids grow up, lady, you will never meet the need. And you might meet somebody has already lost hope because you are so selfish, you know? So what I would like to say, it's like my personal example, when God called us to Burundi, we had two kids. The first one was three years old and um, first, the second one was almost one year old. And God here goes like, um, Jane, I need you in Burundi. 
uh, taking my true gospel there. I was like, God, I'm busy here in Kenya, you know, the, the, the time that you're like, this is my country, this is my region, you don't even think beyond that cocoon, you're just boxed in somewhere. Then God comes and knocked to, knocked to my passion and who I'm called to be. You know what? One challenge that you go through when you want to be a mom and reach out to your passion, to community, to women and young people at the same time, you, you kind of don't want to. And you need somebody to inject you a little bit and like, lady, wake up. There's somebody waiting for you somewhere. So I thank God. God is the one who came and injected me. But I didn't obey at the first time because I already had these businesses that I was setting up in Kenya. I had all these passions. I had these little kids. I'm like, uh-uh, I cannot leave my kids alone. But God said, hey, lady, wake up. These, these are people in Burundi. They are young women in Burundi. They are young men in Burundi. They need you. Despite the, the, the work that you need to do, they do need you. Yeah, and I woke up and came over. You know, the other step that I see after passion and facing the challenge of obedience is like when you just take one step in following your passion, God comes and empowers you. Then he opens your eyes to see the way he sees things. He gives you the capability to take care of your family at the same time take care of the community. He takes your hurt. He changes it from being unpolite. He makes you a civil woman. You, you become polite. You know, you, you become caring. You become courteous because you start to see things the way God sees them. Initially, that's the way you begin it. You have to be ready to open your eyes and see things the way God sees them. And after your eyes changes, that's when you become mature, respectable to everybody. It does not matter the color, the size, the age. It does not matter the race. You're just loving. You're just caring. And I've seen out of it, your kids learn from you. They start copying. They start saying, my mom is like this. She cares for us and she cares for community at the same time. And you become a role model. And you know, moms, we are the best influencers to our kids. Mm? So you become a strong influencer to your children. So it is just following your passion and telling God, here I am. Where do you want to position me? Yeah, Dr. Anana, back to you. <laughs> you, you better go ahead, Jane. <laughs> And once you really 
follow that. And that's what faith is all about, right? We, we get comfortable. We know what we know. We good at what we think we do, right? And God will just flip the whole thing over on you, right? And say, no, no, no. Here's where I want you mm -hmm. to go. Here's what I want you to do. And you have to be obedient and follow. And then once you do that, man, how things begin to line up. Like you said, how you begin to flourish, how you begin to see things the way God sees them. Now you're talking and you're yep. walking right. And your children see that. That is powerful, yes. powerful, powerful. You, you're talking right tonight. <laughs> you're talking right. Awesome. I want to thank everybody. Yes. That's right. Cecile says, listen, you have to be the best example for your children. Right? That is so yes. good. God yes. will disrupt our comfort. That's right, Pastor Gia. Every time. I'm telling you, whenever you get comfortable, you better hold on tight because you know something ain't right. <laughs> that yeah, is so sometimes, Go ahead. Right. You know, uh, I'm like looking at the example of God himself. From the beginning, God has expressed civility to human beings. Come on. He used to visit Adam and Eve every day in the evening. Man, how are you? How was your day? How is the cool of the evening? Can we enjoy it together? Right? Even after man fell into sin, God's civility didn't stop there. He didn't go like I told you, I gave you the cap capability to make choices. Now you've made the wrong choice, I'm leaving you. God didn't say that to the man. But he made a plan. He became creative. And made a plan for the man of restoring him, he, restoring him back to himself. And this is what God wants to see in us. He doesn't want us to, to, to separate ourselves because of the borders of our countries, because of our color, maybe your, your, your status, your, how big is your account or how, how small is your bank account. He just wants us to buy his heart. He wants us to know him more. He wants us to be more intimate with him so that he can guide us through our journey. I remember last Wednesday, Dr. Anana, you were with Dr. Rivers and he said, in 7.8 billion or 7 point something billion of people, they are the least ideas we have in the world. This is the uniqueness that God created us with. Everybody has a capability to become creative, to become just unique in your own way. And that is why God has given us those unique ideas. And you know what? They are not for me. They are not for you. They are for the community. There's somebody who needs your gift. There's somebody who wants, is waiting for you to arise and shine, to wake up from your dream. To wake up, you know, from your sleep, from your comfort zone and allow your seat to have some thorns on it. Sit on it uncomfortably, but become a solution to somebody. In the process, it's not that easy. When we landed in Burundi, you know, I remember that time with our two kids, we are enjoying, you know. But a time came that God had to really position us to be like him. Even if we had obeyed, he needed to make us to look like the way he looks. He didn't want us to look at Burundians with our own eyes. 
saying like this country has been in war for a long time so they missed time for education they don't speak english or maybe my language they speak a different language god did not want us to look at that at that he wanted us to be polite he wanted us to become as, as civil, civil as he is that is what he wanted us to be and he worked on us you know there's that process of god making you even in the field he makes you his quizzes the pride in you he squeezes your position he squeezes your comfort zone so that you can exactly do ex- what he wants you to do so that happened and you know i love business so much and when god started to squeeze me guess what dr alana when i first came here instead of instead of registering a ministry i went to register business a company <laughs> because <laughs> I really wanted to build this empire for myself and I'm like okay let me build up these empires and support God's work uh-huh. but after some years God came back to me and said Jane who told you I don't have people to stand with my work you don't have to set up businesses to support my work do what I want you to do I have given you business skills empower young people in Burundi for free don't ask them anything and if you don't listen to me I'm going to close up all your businesses mm-hmm. again I disobeyed and all my businesses started to like close up up until that point I told God mm-hmm, here I am papa what do you want me to do <laughs> And you know when you just surrender he's so loving he's so caring he just gave me two orphan boys that were passionate about business okay. i took them like my own kids taking care of them walking alongside them training them and you know what today they are ceos of their companies and they did not only open on their own you know when you reach out to community you reach to they reach to more they were only two but now they have like two companies which is hosting more than 60 young people each company with at least 30 young university students and they are coming up with all their creative ideas Mm-hmm. they are taking up products and they are drying them parking them and waiting to export them to other countries kids who didn't have hope but because as a mom okay you you live you, you stop being selfish loving yourself so much loving your kids and your hobby so much you get some time for the community and god comes through and touches the lives of people dr nana Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. That's good. Let me let me just tell you. I know you're talking right. Pastor Gia said when God squeezes me, my God. <laughs> we all can talk about that squeezing, right? To get to the good stuff of yeah. you. You know what I mean? Like we that's where the good, the good juice, right? The good, the good uh, puree or whatever is really there for you. That was incredible. And when you said become the solution, You know, I mean, listen, and I want everybody watching, put in the comment, I am the solution. 
We're, we're big on, on blessed girls is giving affirmations. I need you to say that I am the solution. A lot of times we look outside of ourselves, right? We look outside of our country, outside if people that don't look like us, but God is saying, you are the solution. You have the ideas. I've given you the creativity. Yeah. I've given you the, I've planted the seeds inside of you. Be the solution. So you're watching today, put yeah. in the comment, I am the solution. I am the solution. Yeah. And that is exactly what you have done and created. And when you talk about the business, you know, because I love business. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, girl, I love making some money. <laughs> I do. I do. Watching me, they know <laughs> I, I'm about my coins, right? I'm about my business. Uh -huh. But it's so funny how God still always brings me back to missionary, to mm -hmm. civility, to His will. You know, even in the midst of that, I know my girl Margie. I know Pastor Gia watching. <laughs> they they all know that it, I can't get away from it. <laughs> I cannot get away yeah. from it because that is our position and that is our calling. And it's just incredible. It's just so, so incredible. I thank you so much just for sharing a bit of that about being a mother, um, of course, a wife, right? And just the incredible work that you're doing there in Burundi and beyond. Um, one thing we talk about, of course, is climate change and um, our the the effects of climate change and things that we can do to uh, you know minimize the effects and do things. Of course, here in the U.S. Now, you tell me a bit about some of the projects and the things that you're doing um, there in Burundi, or even maybe some of the effects of climate change. So there's some things that you're doing or that you have seen in your area in your part of the world. Anything that you want to share? I know. I mean, you tell me about this. You've done exploration of flowers. What's that? I, I never yeah. even, tell me about that. It's amazing. You talk about flowers. I go like, wow, this is where I want to be. <laughs> so in Kenya, I was the general manager of a company exporting flowers to auction markets in Florida, Holland. And uh, we used to sell to more than five auction markets. And uh, the, the best thing that I loved about these flowers, they are not the roses. They are called summer flowers. Summer. And these summer flowers, they can be grown in the open. You don't need to invest a lot of tents. You don't need to invest a lot of uh, uh, drip irrigation and all these expensive ways of bringing up rose flowers. So when we were doing these summer flowers, we didn't have a farm on our own. We used to bring together the community. You know, everybody was this small piece of farm, piece of land. In, in uh, Africa, most people don't have these large scale farms. Okay. They all have like small, an eighth of, a, of, of an acre, a quarter of an acre or a half of, of it. And they can't depend on that to bring up the kids, educate them and all that. And now God gives us the grace to connect with the market. And um, I had a very good mentor who loved Jesus Christ so much. And he was like, I cannot buy land of my own. I want to work with the community. So we used to empower young farmers with very little sizes of land. We employ agronomists on the ground to move from farm to farm, showing them how to grow them and have the same size, the same thickness, the same length, the same color. Mm -hmm. And when we used to combine all those flowers together, 
you, we could ask our, uh, the, the, little, the moms there, can you tell me which flower came from your farm? And they go like, ah, I cannot recognize. They all look alike. Wow. So this is what we used to do, process them, pack them, make sure they are cooling and export them to, to, to Holland. And later when the money comes in, we had already agreed with our community farmers, this is your share and this is a share of the company. Okay. So whatever belonged to the farmer, we used to directly take back to, to them. I remember one time, Dr. Anana, uh, a husband had taken his wife to the hospital to give birth. She, she had already given birth, but he had no money to pay the hospital bill. In his midst of like, what do I do? Where do I go? The flower check all the way from Europe comes in. And he goes, yeah, wow, I'm going to call my daughter Flower. She's Flower. <laughs> Up until today, that girl is called Flower. It was a memory for him. So when God called me to come to Burundi, the first thing he did after I obeyed, he opened a door that I become a consultant of exportation of flowers from Burundi to Flora Holland auction markets. Okay. Okay. And we did that. And it's something that I'm really looking forward to help young farmers here, local community. You know, Burundi is blessed with very fertile soil. You can remember the fruits we used to enjoy during our conference with the first lady. You can remember that beautiful food, tasty, yeah? So the soil is very fertile. And we can do something as moms. Okay. You can we can connect a market and we grow flowers with young uh, with, with community here, export for them, give them their share. And at the same time, because we are good stewards, we gain some coins in our pocket. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we become a solution to the community. Uh, we, we help them make use of the waste wasted resources like their farms. We have a lot of water that is not being used. We make use of it. We have a lot of people who are just sleeping and wondering what to do. We keep them busy. It's a wasted human resource. We make use of it and put a smile on their faces. You know, educate. We give them an, a chance to educate their kids. That's the way I was doing flowers. And it's a vision that I really have that one day from the community in Burundi, we will export. Flowers. Amen. Other Amen. Yep. Yep. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. That is really, really, yep. really incredible. And when you talk about Burundi being a blessed land, I know that for sure, for sure, for sure. I tell my folks who are watching, come on and go with me to Burundi. <laughs> what's what's the gate open? We are coming. <laughs> I cannot wait to get back there. Amazing, amazing people. Like you said, just the, the fruits, the vegetables, everything, the energy, the amazing first lady, her, her excellency. I mean, what an incredible leader. And I mean, someone who loves God, loves her people, you know, and of course, her the president. I know you guys are going through a new election of things that's happening right now. And we continue to pray, um, you know, for God's will to be done. But man, oh man, it's just, it's awesome. I, I never even, I've, I've heard of flower exploration, but I, I really had no clue. I've heard of things like in Hawaii and different things like that, but that's just awesome. And how you are really empowering youth. You are empowering the young farmers. And here, this man was able to pay for his child to be born, you know, not to have to have this bill, this weight, this burden. What a testimony. 
What a testimony. Yeah, what a testimony. Fun. Incredible. Yeah, I mean, you, you said so about, much. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, as you spoke about climate change, you know, uh, when you talk about climate change, I check at it not only on um, the an environment basis, but also with the lives of people. There are people exactly. who are really going through a lot. And as we know, like worldwide, the climate is not okay in the hearts of people, in the mind with this COVID-19 pandemic. It's like everybody wants to close themselves up with a lot of fear. Of course, we have to be responsible. Of course. But at the same time, how do we change this? Yes. As moms, what can we do? And I really applaud you for just coming out and talking about, hey, guys, let's talk. Let's have a real talk. Let's look at the real solutions. Yes. We might be enclosed up or maybe like ensnared with the pandemic that is going on. And we find ourselves that the words that are coming out of our mouths, they are not encouraging. They are not talking anything positive. They are not talking about God anywhere. You know, at this time, we really need to change the climate in the spiritual realm, in our, in our psychology, you know, like psychological effects, you know, in our hearts, in our feelings, you know, in our emotions. We have to be very careful what is moving around in us, despite the, the death cases, despite um, the lockdown, you know, we have to arise and shine. It is there, <laughs> but we still have to smile. We have to live. We have to maintain our principle of civility. We cannot change that. So coming back maybe to our situation in Burundi, uh, I think because of the way the country went through a lot of um, hard times in war and all this, the, the climate in the heart of many people is wounds, paining wounds, you know, in the heart. Everybody's, everyone is bleeding because of these bad memories. And Dr. Anana, I have to admit, I made a mistake when I first came. I was like, guys, why can't you love one another? The, the word says love, <laughs> you know? And God said, hey, Jane, calm down, slow down. You know what? Love them. I sent you here to love, just love. And out of your love, the healing will just happen. And I was like, okay, God, I will do that. And we started to work with a lot of love. I've gone to every province of this country showing love, not starting businesses or setting up my own selfish, whatever I wanted, but to show love, to pray with them, you know, embrace, embrace and let them feel the warmth of a mom and the warmth of God. In the, in the moment of moving around, I've identified a lot of needs that moms can reach out to and papas and everyone. We can become like community. We are a community in the whole world. And you find people, they sleep in grass houses. When it rains, they are rained on. I remember that 2015, I had to go and cry in a latrine that was made for us with banana, dry banana leaves. You need to come and I take you there. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, God, no, no. What can I do? And I got a passion. I said, I will build homes for these families. How? I don't know. But God, you sent me here to love. You sent me, me here to change a climate, to bring a change in the climate life of people. We have to, to do something. You know, I bought that baby and carried the pregnancy. 
I carried it 2015, 2016, 17, 18, and from 2019, God has helped us. By now, at least we have built six homes for six families. You know, it was like, oh God, the girls at their puberty, they are sent to marriages just because they are sleeping with their parents in the same place. I was like, no, God, I have to be a change. I have to bring a change here. I know I don't have all that, but I have your heart and I have you and I have your creativity. You know, Dr. Anana, being creative, it's not about, you know, this mental ability. It, it, it is about seeing a problem, you know, seeing a situation and coming up with a solution. Just a simple one, just come up with a solution. That is creativity. And when you effect it, God comes through. You can't imagine how those families cry. They say like, God, am I the one sleeping in a three bedroom house? My own from a grass house? Oh, dear father. And they cry. We hug each other. And I go like, wow, Dr. Anna, you know, it's lovely to be with community. It is lovely to share the love of father with many people. It does not matter the level, but we have to share the love of God. Amen. You know, another thing that comes out when you take care of the climate, especially for the lives of people, because God is so much interested with people that this earth will come to an end and the heavens that we see will come to an end. But God is concerned so much with our souls, with our spirit, because he desires that his kingdom may reign in us. It be established. As we start our businesses, we are establishing them under the kingdom of God, under the kingdom mentality. You know what you're doing It's for God's glory and for his glory and for his people. So I wanted to, to like tell you, after you become creative and bring climate change, you know, God gives you favor. He favors you. You gain favor with him. You gain favor with big and small people. You gain favor with the atmosphere. That is what I have experienced. I want more of him. I want to just do more to the community. Like right now, the very lowest person sleeping in a grass house we sit together. I enter in those houses. We pray together. If they have something, we eat together, you know. If I have some clothes, I share with them. And again, when I sit down with the first lady, we sit together. We talk and share our visions and our passions. That's what the Lord can do when you just decide to walk in the foresee. Back to you, Anana. You know what? <laughs> Do you see what I'm talking about here? <laughs> Pastor Gina said, wow, beautiful. M Margie, she says, blessings, woman of God. Very impactful interview. Keep it up, folks. They are loving you, Jane. <laughs> Amen. You I Jane. love them, too. Amazing. Oh, and the thing is, you're just speaking your truth. You are, this is your reality. This is when you said yes, when you were obedient yeah. to the to the call that got her on your life. You were obedient in that. Mm. And look at you flourishing. Look at you saving lives, impacting the world. Because you are, right? You you certainly are. Yeah, you are yeah, being, yeah. being watched. Yeah. And I know that we are going to continue this relationship. Uh, the folks that are watching, I know we, we're going to 
we're going to connect something. I don't know what we're going to do and how we're going to do this right. to make sure that blessed girls, that with I Change Nations and the ministries that are watching, we are going to be sure that we continue to support you and help with your vision. You have to let us know, man. Right. I know I'm building a house. What you tell me, Jane? Because anybody else raising a hand with me, watching, we, we're gonna build some houses in Burundi. We're gonna take some people out yeah. some, off the floor and off the ground, and and, and I, I know for sure yeah. that I'm called to help you build yeah. some houses, sis. <laughs> I know that. Sure. Yeah. That's right. That's Amen. right. So, so, Amen. Hey. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's right. Let's we're gonna do, do it for glory. Let's do it. Amen. Amen. So we're going to work out a plan. You got to just tell me what it looked like. We're going to start to have some meetings. Um, I'm going to get my folks that's watching, that's connected to support um, because we are all the body. You know what I mean? We got the hands, we got the feet, we got the neck, right? But we are to support the body of Christ and help people. Um, I just thank you. I salute you for your obedience, for your leadership, for the impact that you are having on women and children there in Burundi and beyond. I bless you, sis. I bless you. I love you. I love you. I thank you. I thank everybody for watching. Um, please share this video. Um, please, please, please share this video. What we're gonna do? This is this is the Mother's Edition for the month of May. I have some other amazing women coming up. Listen, Jane done kicked us off. I don't know what we gonna do. <laughs> Jane done set it off. <laughs> For the month of May, she took my four seeds and wrapped that thing up nice in a bow. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. I love it. I love it. So here's what I want to say to everybody that's watching. This is the month of May. After we, every Wednesday, we'll be back. And I know that I, I have some gifts I want to give out to the moms. Um, and so what I want to do, I'm going to be holding like a raffle. So I want everybody that is watching, I want you to go to ananafifer.com and you scroll down and you'll see, uh, let's get connected or engage and people can put their name, their email and write a message to me. Um, and I just want to hear a mm -hmm. takeaway of what you're putting in the comments, but I want you to send me a message and everybody who uh, signs up and connects with me on my website, they'll be entered into a drawing and we are giving away five gifts at the end of May to women all around the world. So we'll share this video, Jane, make sure you get your women connected um, because we're going to be a blessing, man. Like you said, it's not about us. Right. I promise you, this is not about us. It's about the God in us and the work that he has assigned our hands to do. Yeah. Our hands to do, our hands to do. Whoa. So I you this. I'm going to let you give some closing words Whoa. because I know we're at the seven o'clock hour and it's that means it's probably one o'clock in the morning for you. Um, and I thank you for even sacrificing your time yeah. uh, to be with me over here. Next time I'll be on your time. Uh, we'll bring our tribe over to your time and your agenda. We'll do this again. But please give some closing words to the people. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Anana. I love you so much. I love everybody who is watching us from all over the world. It is time the body of Christ, we came together and make this huge wave and change for the glory of God. So I want to encourage everybody, wherever you are, despite the situation that you're going through, inspire all. Inspire all despite what you're going through right now. I have so much to say, but keep that. Let's make a decision this month as women, whoever comes around, a friend, a family, 
maybe an enemy somebody did something wrong to you but inspire everybody who comes around you god bless you <laughs> blessings, blessings blessings again thank everybody for watching i thank you so much missionary jay i love you i love you i hope everybody watching that they feel the love they even feel the embrace of our father tonight i know um the statistics and the things that's going on with us being shut in and domestic violence and people suffering but just from watching this broadcast today i pray that you feel the love of christ that you are encouraged that you are inspired to be bold, yep. to be you, and be blessed, girl. It's what we do. It's yep. Dr. Anana. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We'll be signing off. Have a great night. Good night. <laughs>